Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Tab Radio for Sunday, May 19th, 2019. I am your host, Troy Berger, coming to you live from Fort Worth, Texas on a sunny Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, I did say sunny because we have had some crazy weather over the past few weeks. As a matter of fact, yesterday at about 10 a.m., 11 a.m., it looked like it was nighttime here. So we survived another crazy storm. Um, But we've got a fantastic broadcast for you this afternoon. After several months of being relatively quiet, recovering from an illness late last year, I am so excited to be on the airwaves again, sharing my passion for educating and empowering people to embrace technology as a necessary tool to achieve success and reach one's life goals, no matter if it is a personal, professional, or academic goal. It's sort of like I'm a matchmaker, connecting people's outcomes, life outcomes, to technology tools that are relatively simple to apply with a minimal learning curve. The only requirement is the effort that one puts into following the roadmap that together we develop toward reaching his or her destination. I love helping people uncover those things that they did not know that they did not know. Let me say that again. I love helping people uncover those things that they did not know that they did not know. That's the wow moment that I am looking for when I'm facilitating a training program, participating in peer coaching session, or simply walking someone through a pain point using a virtual platform. No cameras, of course, no need for them but simply being able to share my screen and view their screen on that virtual platform, amazing things can happen in that one-on-one customized session. All of these occurrences have one thing in common for me and would not be possible if it were not part of my DNA. That is being organized. So I remember being told by my mom, End quote. Everything has a place and therefore makes it easy to find and easier to put back into its proper place. Little did I know that this would be my first lesson in becoming an organized person and professional that I claim to be today. I think I drive my wife crazy. Matter of fact, it's not even I think I drive her crazy. I know I drive her crazy with it sometimes. And it is the one common trait that I am known for possessing. If you were to ask any of my past coworkers and or current professional colleagues. One thing that I learned early on in my journey as an entrepreneur, which began more than 25 years ago, is the importance of being organized, not just for myself, but more importantly, for my business clients, training students, and business partners. The only thing that has changed over the many years are the tools that I use to stay organized. 
both within my business and how I operate outside of my business, whether at a client's location or even in a classroom setting. I'll be sharing during this broadcast more about an organizational tool that I use on a regular basis. It is the number one tool that helps me stay organized. And that application is, if you know me, you know it's Microsoft OneNote. I think at this point I bleed uh, Microsoft. Well, I've been bleeding Microsoft for a long time. But OneNote has become such a powerful tool for me. And I guess there's something to the fact of it's it's what you do with the tool ultimately once you learn what it's capable of that really brings to the surface what you're able to do. So just imagine, and we're talking about organization here. So just imagine purchasing an item such as a bookshelf or a desk. Um, and you purchase it from a store where you see it on display. It looks wonderful. You sit down at it. It's the right height. It gives you all the shelving that you need. You can see it fitting into your home office, your study, your den, um, or that of your child's. And you're excited about putting this thing together because you know it's going to help you organize that space. And then you get the item home and the instructions are missing from the box. Now, luckily, I can't say that that has ever happened to me. I don't know. Well, I do know what I would do. I would probably bring the whole entire package back, which is why I look for the instructions before I start taking anything out of the box. Uh, Sometimes that's harder than um, or not as easy as it sounds. Usually I cut the bottom of the box because everything has kind of gravity fell down to the bottom. Usually that's where you'll find all the screws, but you should also find the instructions. So I never cut from the top. I cut from the bottom, as crazy as that sounds. So what will you do if you brought this item home that you spent time investigating? You even took pictures of it before, and it matches your decor. And, again, it's going to give you that 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 organization that you're looking for in that room. Well, your two options are you forge ahead using the picture on the box as a guide. And I mention that because I have known a few people who um, somehow or another we got into this conversation and that's what they said they would do. They've done it enough. They've put together things quite a bit. And I guess I would fit under that too. And that they can use the 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 image that's on the box Right, Because what's inside the box, once it's put together, should look like the image that's on the outside of the box. However, it's only a TD, two, uh, two-dimensional representation. Right, It's not a three-dimensional as it will be when you put it together. Um, I think most people will um, do one of the next two things, which is bring the item back to the store. Now, if it's a big, bulky, heavy, you had to rent uh, you had to pay a cab to get it to wherever. You had to rent even a truck or borrow someone's truck or have someone help you when that person is no longer available. That might not be the best option at that time. Um, or you had to literally jam it into your car to get it home. But I think for the most part, 
with technology, what we would do is we would go on the internet. There's a reason why I'm telling you the story. So we go on the internet, we would search for the name of the company, we'd look for the directions, um, some of the more familiar, well-known companies out there that produce these put-together items usually are out there, and you can get the instructions downloaded. Um, that's probably the smartest thing to do. But then again, on the other side of that, you have somebody who's going to just, I'm going to put this together, I see the picture, I'm going to be fine. The instructions are organized in such a way that if followed, it should yield the best chance of success in putting together the item the way it was intended to be completed. And I just kind of want to say it again because built into that statement is a definition that I Googled and found online. The instructions are organized in such a way that if followed, it will yield the best chance of success in putting together the item the way it was intended to be completed. Without the instructions, and here comes the uh, definition I came across, without the instructions defined as a series of detailed, organized, and planned steps telling you how something should be done, the desired results may not be achieved. And so before we delve into the actual Microsoft um, application, Microsoft OneNote, if I didn't say it before, that's the application we're going to talk about um, as far as getting organized. Uh, the one thing I want to comment on um, with those last two sentences about instructions and organize and organize and plan steps, if you think about your day, whether it's, it's at a job where you're an employee, whether it's um, at home, you're a student going to class, or whether it, you are a um, business owner who is wearing a multitude of hats, one as a student sometimes, one as an employee sometimes, obviously owner, accountant, uh, processor, customer service agent, um, deliverer of products, definitely services, all of these different things. There are times where we don't plan, and I'm guilty of this, and I am definitely working on this, which is why I am so excited about um, not only this month, which I'm calling Get Organized Month, but some of the things that I'm doing this month, because a lot of it I need to reinforce. I need to revisit. But let's let's just go back to the instructions. So without instructions, a, which is a series of detailed, organized, and planned steps telling how something should be done, without those instructions, without that organization, without that planning, let's say it's Sunday, how effective productive, efficient, do you think we would be in any one of those capacities, employee, student, business owner? Would we be without being organized, without organizing our day? What usually happens, and I'll speak for myself, I, I believe in being uh, transparent with this, what usually happens is at the end of the day, you're scratching your head, asking yourself, well, what did I get done? Now, if you're not recording it, if you don't have a record of it, 
which the planning of the in the organization the night before will give you that will definitely give you that playbook those instructions for the day if you will without that i know for me i know i it's easy to keep busy there's always things that are happening there are emails coming in there are phone calls coming in you're planning for a meeting you're planning for a training you're preparing to talk to somebody who's interested in becoming a client of yours. You are interviewing vendors to bring on board. You have that Monday morning-itis when you go into work knowing that the last time you were there was Friday, and for some mysterious reasons, a lot of things happen over the weekend or happen when you're not there. So you walk in, not to mention that pile of stuff that you didn't get done on Friday that you said you would get done on Monday, that's still waiting for you to get done. And, of course, the unknown of the day, which we all go through, no matter what category we fit in. But I know for me, when I don't plan, when I don't prepare, when, I, when I'm not feeling organized, I wake up that morning just knowing that there's going to be time and during that day that's going to be wasted. And not wasted doing something I shouldn't be doing, like sleeping, napping, um, playing games, watching TV, um, driving around aimlessly because it's a nice day outside. None of those things. But just because I don't, I haven't put a plan together because I'm not organized, because I didn't document it, um, which is very important for me as far as being able to go back and look at what I said I was going to do, being able to see if I did do it, also taking a look at whether or not I did a good job at it, kind of doing a review. Um, none of those things can happen if we don't organize and, and, and plan. And so all that being said, knowing, trying to plan, prepare for the day before um, helps put together a day, a productive day, a day where you can say, you know what, I might not have gotten everything done that was on the list. Um, I like to be super aggressive with the things that I can do. But I prepared last night. I got up one time. I did my morning routine. I did the hardest task um, in the beginning, in the early morning, because I don't have the most energy. I'm kind of that person who wants to get things done and over with. Um, and then I know my energy would kind of tailor off as the day goes along. So those first four or five hours is when I want to just get the ball rolling and going. So I have the mindset. I have the routine. What's missing um, that Microsoft OneNote fulfills is the tool to accomplish these things. Now, I know I am... Probably, um, if you're not familiar with Microsoft OneNote um, or slightly familiar, you've heard of it and you may have heard people talk about it, usually what, what, what's being said, what's said is, oh, it's a note-taking tool. And granted, Microsoft OneNote, fair uh, assumption to make. Um, you may also know that your um, or be aware that your son or your grandson, or your daughter, or your granddaughter, or some child that you know that goes to a local school or a local college um, is using OneNote as part of their everyday 
um, education. Um, they bring it to you and it's something on the screen and the teacher's asking for permission or the teacher's letting you know that there's a trip coming and there's an interaction between your child, your family, and the, the school system. And then you even have you can even have access to see what your child is doing. Um, those are all, I think, its initial intentions. Like that was designed for taking notes, for um, eventually um, finding itself as part of uh, academic institutions and developing that relationship between the the student or enhancing, I should say, enhancing that student teacher parent relationship. Um, because it is a user-friendly application, uh, so much so that you might find yourself saying, where was this when I was in school? I remember the first time I came across Microsoft OneNote, and I was like, you know, I could have been better than just a, a B, B-plus student in school. Had I had the technology that's out now, oh, my gosh. The time I could have saved trying to go to the library. Going to the library, can't find a book because this person in the class with me took the book out before me and all of that kind of stuff, right? The internet wasn't around as it is today back then. So getting organized is critical. Microsoft OneNote is an awesome tool that allows you to, to organize. And um, so let's just talk about it as far as the its design. Um, I truly believe that if you take that step and you click on that purple icon with the letter N, which is your OneNote application icon, and it doesn't matter if it's through Office 365 online, if it's 2016 on your desktop, they operate differently. They have different functionalities, and they're they're meant to be used in a different way. But they basically perform the same, um, and have they have the same features and perform the same function. But I think it will truly reshape your life, making it easier to accomplish your daily tasks, while giving you a way to organize everything from conducting internet research for the job searcher. And I don't mean just job searching. I mean what I call gainful employment. Employment that's going to help you with what you need to be, what you need to do, um, ideally financially, and also um, with you, see yourself, with it. It's a growing and it's a beneficial um, opportunity for you. For obvious reasons, it's a great tool for me meeting note taking that's what it was initially designed for and they're constantly enhancing by adding different features right they have to keep up with the competition sharing information with others which is super critical um one way that i use it is to keep in touch with my family and it's a place that is like a 24 7 bulletin board right i know there's texting and i know there's obviously the phone um but OneNote is it, it's like that picture album book that just does so much more, right? You know, you go and you get your picture album book and you have pictures of your family and perhaps on the backside of the picture are little comments about this is the first birthday, this is the first date, first prom. Um, but what you can't get with that picture book are videos, right? And yes, 
there's phones, there's other types of devices. But guess what? OneNote fits on the phone. OneNote can be accessed through a um, tablet. OneNote can store information on the cloud drive where that can be shared. You don't have to be home to share it and to view it and that type of stuff. So, yes, um, if you don't already hear it in my voice, the excitement about OneNote, it's something I use every day. As a matter of fact, um, and I never thought I would ever say this, I use Microsoft OneNote more than I use Outlook. I have been a fan of Microsoft uh, since the early days, I first got started using um, WordPerfect as kind of a business-related application as far as teaching is concerned. WordPerfect and Lotus 1, 2, 3, and then once Microsoft came out with Word and Excel, um, I was hooked. I was done. And it's amazing to me that I really didn't start getting to use OneNote until maybe Five years ago um, and I'm still learning new stuff and I'm what I'm learning is also how to apply the features within Microsoft OneNote to real world scenarios so let, let, let me kind of let's try let me try to to paint this picture for you again if you've never used it and perhaps if you've used it maybe you haven't used it in the ways that I'm going to talk about right now so when, I, when, you, when we talk about Microsoft OneNote and when you see it, think of that blue binder that you had. And I had my first blue binder in high school. And the whole purpose of the blue binder was to help, keep, help organize me as a student, which would hopefully keep me organized enough where I could present my information to my teacher um, and I remember I used to have to hand in my book. They would review it, look at the notes. That was part of the grade. Um, keep a con- keeping track of homework and exercises and notes when I had to do a project and uh, all that kind of stuff. So it was in a binder that opened and closed. So the composition book went to the side to some degree. The binder became it portable, became it easier to manage. You could take pages out, put pages back in. And so OneNote is set up that way, where it's kind of like that blue binder, and it's, and it's broken down into sections, right? Those sections, um, tabs are used in the application to create these sections. And so you can do everything from um, meeting notes, logo ideas. You can clip a picture from the Internet and store it in your OneNote you can obviously copy the uh, URL of a website. So should you want to go back and revisit that website, right, you don't have to necessarily find it. Um, what I like about OneNote that I do all the time is I actually create a daily business journal. And in that daily business journal, kind of coming back to planning and being organized, I have different sections such as things that I'm grateful for, my exercise routine, three smart goals I'm going to accomplish today. I have a section that lists all of the tasks that I want to complete. I even have a section, a subsection called um, sales challenges, five tasks that I'm going to do and five goals for that day as it relates to sales. Now, I picked that concept up through a training I got through one of the vendors um, of software that I use. Um, 
but it forced me to put on that sales hat, that salesman hat, which I am definitely not. Um, I don't think I would ever do a good job at it had I had to re- rely on it, um, you know, as an employee. But um, putting it into my plan, organizing it in such a way where I see it every day has forced me to do more about sales as a business owner than I did before. Sales was kind of an afterthought. Um because I just thought that, well, the sales doesn't happen until you have somebody interested. No, there's a whole lot more steps involved when it comes to that sales part or sales um, aspect of what you're doing. So you can also include um, lists. You can include pictures. You can break it down into maybe your sections are business personal, academic, family, um, however you kind of segment segment your life. That's what I use the tabs and the sections for in Microsoft OneNote. The amazing thing is using hyperlinks. If you're familiar with hyperlinks or not familiar with them, you know that a hyperlink is typically a way to get from where you are to a website. Well, hyperlinks do so much more that you can actually include kind of a bookmark type of thing in OneNote where if you're on – so say if I'm on today's uh, business journal page and I need to – I remember I I, I did some research on uh, Microsoft OneNote, and it might have been last week. Well, instead of flipping through the pages, I can create a hyperlink – for today's business journal that I'm working on that has a hyperlink to that page. So I don't have to go find it. I just click on it and it takes me to that page I need to go to, right, to share, to share with you during uh, this broadcast. And actually I did that as part of some of my talking points. I included a hyperlink, which took me to a screen that has, uh, information about OneNote that I wanted to make sure I shared with you today. And so so that's kind of the layout. I mean, it's simple. It really is simple. The, the challenge is making it work for you. And at some part and some aspect of your life, you probably heard a reference to processes, right? And that is something that we all need to work on. And it's funny how we take a, um, we do things for granted, right? When you get up, my routine, what I call my, my, my morning routine, it's a series of steps that I hope and ideally do every morning. Because I've discovered that if I do this, I am setting myself up for success for that day. So understanding what a program can do, such as Microsoft OneNote, and then taking a look at the things in your life that need that that level of organization, you can then begin to implement that. Um, And then guess what? At the end of the day, if you follow suit, it's all documented. And And that's the amazing thing that I do. Now, there are seven things about, um, actually 10 things 
about Microsoft OneNote that I will be sharing in what I call the Lunch and Learn webinars. The next one coming up is on May 22nd. If you go to my the business website, www.tabtraining.com, um, when you go to that first screen, if you click on the button that says View Bulletin, you will see what's going on for the remainder of this month that talks about just just getting organized. Um, that is so key in, in achieving success and, and, again, being efficient, effective, and productive. So on that note, hopefully I've empowered you, I've motivated you to want to learn more about Microsoft OneNote, um, to, to see what else it can do beyond what you know. It's, it's amazing once you have those processes and procedures down, how you can begin to, to use a tool like OneNote to help comp, uh, supplement that. So in closing, there are many challenges to increasing one's technology literacy, but it all begins with us, the individual. We have to decide, much like a business does, what are our goals, short and long term, where are we now, and what we need to do to achieve the goals that we set for ourselves. Technology literacy should be something that we use to help meet those goals. I really wish to thank you, my live audience, and future archive listeners for checking out Tab Radio broadcast. And I hope you will tune in to my next broadcast on June 9th. Please visit our newly modified website, www.tabtraining.com. My name is Troy A. Berger, host of Tab Radio, owner of Tab Training Consultant LLC, wishing you an efficient, effective, and productive week. Thank you.